You are in for a treat today. If you have not met Meredith Massey, she is the sixth point of connection between everybody in Colorado Springs. I knew it was time for me to give her a call when at least three people said, you need to talk to Meredith. And I'm sharing her with you because she has some amazing insight into curating your career. And she's also a mom. She's been a professional for we don't count how many years once we're, you know, at that ripe age, but she is somebody that you need in your Rolodex and somebody whose wisdom you want to take advantage of. So turn up your volume because my audio is not great. Thanks to the blizzard in Colorado Springs we're a day late, but not a dollar short. Stay tuned and to catch this conversation, like literally, in the middle of the air. First, again, thank you for inviting me along for this fun little ride today. And backing up the truck at least, oh, I don't wanna do the math, actually 25 years. I, like so many in my generation, and I will admit to being a Gen X by definition, was told, go to college, get a degree, you'll get a job, and everything will be fine. So I did that. I went to college. I ended up with two degrees from the University of Maryland, go Terps, and started down a path that I was not necessarily planning. I certainly was not intentional about it. I got a job and that job led to another job and which led to another job. Right. And so it goes. And before I knew it, and it was, at, you know, the um, probably, well, certainly at the 15 year mark, it hit me like a brick to the head, but I started to think, gosh, what was I planning? I'm not sure this was it. Do I even know what I was planning? Uh, I didn't have a plan. I did not have great, you know, counselors and coaches that, that shepherded me through making intentional decisions about what I wanted to be when I grow up. Right. Um, so literally one day, thankfully it was it was pre-baby because I really wanted to have this figured out before I even thought about bringing offspring into the world and pretending to know what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, one day we were, my husband and I were living in the suburbs of Washington, DC and I had a minimum hour and a half commute each way into my work every single day. I started the walk down our street to the end of the street to that day I decided to take the bus. The bus would take me to the metro. The metro would take me into downtown and from there I would have a 15 minute walk to my office. Wow. I got to the I was really feeling quite heavy. You know that heavy feeling? And your whole body, like it takes effort to take the next step forward. So I was trudging down the street 
and I was, I mean, just a dozen or more yards away from the end of the street where the bus stop was, and I saw the bus roll by. Oh. It didn't stop because nobody was at the bus stop. Oh. And I stopped, and I looked, and I thought, oh, what the? <laughs> Fine. I thought, well, now I've got to get back in my car. I've got to either drive to a different bus stop or I've got to drive, you know, take the 45 minutes to drive 13 miles in traffic to the metro and start this slog again. And that's when I had a bit of a breakdown. And I walked right past my car, right to my front door locked myself in the house, went upstairs, put my PJs back on, called in sick and went right back to bed. And in that moment, that was the, that was the kickoff to thinking, how the bleep did I get here? Again, I didn't know what I was planning, but this certainly wasn't it. Mm. And, and I knew that there had to be something better. I have never thought that I would be one of those people who truly considered work a four-letter word. And in that moment, it was several four-letter words. Wow. (laughs) So thus the journey began, uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up at the ripe age of, at that point, I was probably, I think I was in my early 30s. and. And I started, you know, a process of discovery that for me took quite a number of years. By the 15-year mark of spending Sunday nights sick to my stomach in anticipation of not only the commute, but the work week ahead, I knew something had to change. I had no idea what needed to change. And maybe since your listeners are primarily women, maybe they'll they'll somebody out there will connect with this. I think that women might be notorious as compared to men for almost blaming themselves. What am I doing wrong? It must be me. Why can't I get motivated? Oh, I must be lazy. Now I'm not I'm not here to toot my own horn, but Donna, you know me well enough to know that. I mean, I I have my moments of laziness. Let's you know I am I am perfectly imperfect in that regard, but in general, I'm not a lazy person. So something was amiss. And fast forward several years, as I was interviewing for a new job after we moved. By this time, the baby had come, and I said, no more hour-and-a-half commute each way in D.C., and we moved to Colorado Springs, Colorado. Yeah. And, yeah, sister, uh, was applying for a job, and as part of that process, they had me take an assessment. And the assessment, can I, I think I can mention it. Can I mention it? You, I think you can mention it. I think you might <laughs> I'm certified in it now. I can certainly talk about it. You can certainly talk about it, and I know what you're going to say. And I, I it's like uh, a tease, but not <laughs> the Colby A index, K O L B E 
letter A index. And I, I love assessments that help with self-awareness and self-management. So, of course, I said, absolutely. And I took this assessment. And when the woman in the company who was certified at the time did my debrief, there was out of a 13 or 14 page report, there was one tiny little piece on one page that read, avoid the stress of having to, and presented bullet points that read like my job description for every job that I had ever had since I graduated college. Oh. Avoid the stress of having to do your job as it's written. I nearly cried because I finally knew that it it wasn't me. I mean, it was me, but the problem was that the jobs weren't right for me and how my brain works best. Right. And it opened up a whole new realm of possibilities. That's fantastic. So once I started thinking through this, and it's taken me, I don't, I'm really not going to do the math, to come up with the the framework that I've shared with you, Donna, yeah. I knew that I couldn't not share it because my mission is to help other professional women never get to the point of feeling sick to their stomach on Sunday nights and, and being so low in their work life that they'd rather call in sick every single day than have to go face the work day ahead. Isn't How's that, that for an introduction? Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, one of the lines in my assessment, how many times do you have to take a mental health day a month? It's an, it's an indicator, isn't it? It absolutely is. And I felt like doing that certainly every Monday and a few other days here and there as well. Until I figured out how to get intentional about my own professional life. And, and being unwilling to waver on the non-negotiables that I knew I needed to have in order to not only selfishly be happier at work, but also to do work that I knew was my best work in a place that needed me to do my best work and for a I'll say a cause or a reason that I believed in. And really those, those truly are the three, the three things that, that we look at in this career map, as you call it. Very cool. The what, the what I do, the where I do it and the why I do it. And you have a series of questions that you walk people through to help them to, to really get specific on those, right? That's true. That is absolutely right. Um, within each of those three, I don't want to give away the farm just no. yet, but within each of those three areas, I, you know, I, I coach folks to think through different aspects of the what I do, the where I do it, and the why I do it. And if you can picture to get really nerdy if you can picture three interlocking circles also known as a venn diagram uh -huh. that sweet spot in the middle is the goal right 
And when when we can get really clear about those three areas, the what I do, the where I do it, and the why I do it, that sweet spot in the middle starts to become more apparent to us. And and those opportunities will start to present themselves. I love that. Now, how has that, uh, once you discovered this process and started to use it in your own life, how has that changed your energy in your work? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I'm not sick to my stomach on Sunday nights. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's a good start. Um, it, it makes me certainly more keenly aware of when I am working in my zone, if you will. Yeah. And, and it also became my decision filter when I was, knew I needed to leave the job where I was introduced to the assessment and where in which I eventually became certified in the Colby wisdom. Yeah. That, that what, where, and why became, it truly became my decision filter because I, I could pinpoint the things that were truly non-negotiables the next level down of, well, this would be a nice to have, but I could live without it. And then the, maybe the last level of this would be ideal. And if I get it, I'll be the happiest girl in the world, but it's certainly not a deal breaker. Let me give you one example, if I may, is that okay? Yeah. After 20 years in the DC area and a vast majority of that spent as a working gal commuting and trying to balance all of that with, you know, getting married and starting a family. Um, I, I said, non-negotiable. I will never, ever, 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 ever commute again. Well, <laughs> Right now, my day job with ICC in Denver is an hour, hour and 15 minutes away. Yeah. Unless there's construction and traffic, which it's, you know, not getting any better. That's for sure. Boy, so that was a, that was a, right? Yeah. So that was a non-negotiable. Well, until I found two of the greatest bosses on the planet. Um, a a place that was doing work that I believe in, and a, a a role that truly required me to do the things that come naturally to me, right? Versus a role that read avoid the stress of having to bullet bullet bullet. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. suddenly. Suddenly, because everything else felt was a fit and and checked the box of some of the other quote unquote non negotiables, well, I was a little more willing to do a drive. I also happened to negotiate two days a week from home, yeah, which is a sanity saver, so that idea of never ever commute again was uh ranked a little less high 
when all the other pieces fell into place. Yeah. Well, and that becomes part of your decision-making matrix. You have your values aligned. Absolutely. Absolutely. I even remember while we were negotiating me joining this the team um, full-time as actually full-time employee number one, I said, I said to these two amazing women that I work with and, and for, I said, now you all have to retrain me how to be an employee because I've never in my professional life been able to be truly authentic. I've always had to leave a part of my personality, my values, a part of my soul at the door as I walked into work every day. And Susan looked at me and said, she's our president and CFO. She said, oh, we know what we're getting ourselves into. (laughs) Nice. So if I can, I mean, how could I, once I, once I kind of figured out this framework and, and put, um, you know, a frame around this, these ideas, I thought I, I can't keep this to myself. I know that there are other, especially women out there who are slogging through their professional days thinking maybe the same thing I did. How the bleep did I get here? Yeah. And if I can help one or two people, maybe a dozen, figure out how to get back to, potentially, back to work that they love, mm-hmm. then then my mission has been fulfilled. Right. That's a beautiful illustration of what it's like to recognize when you're in the wrong job and when you're in the right job. Yes, and really vivid. Well, thank you. I hope so. And I hope, too, that, you know, that my sharing, you know, girl, I've been there. You know, I I know to a certain degree uh, a little bit of what you're feeling if you, if this idea of how the bleep did I get here resonates with anyone who's listening and and I, like I said I can't not I can't not share what I've experienced especially knowing that it might help one or two other people yeah I think more than two in fact, <laughs> well that would be nice too <laughs> I think more than two in fact we we've talked about you coming to share this process in some one-on-one coaching engagements with people at my life strategy design retreat, because inevitably the people who need you may not even realize it until the end of day one. And then they're going to say, Oh wait, where's that girl Meredith with the, what the bleep? I I need her now. So that's why I want you there. I'm excited about that. I can't wait to, to, be there to have those conversations. And I'm also so excited to be a participant and, and continue to learn from one of my favorite gurus, Donna Carlson. Ooh, I got called a guru. 
I like that. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, yeah, boy, that brings up all kinds of mental images, but um, I'll take it. I'll take it. I want to be your guru for, for, for designing a life on purpose. And I, I want a co-guru with people like you. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> co-guru. We've just created a new word. I love it. Co-guru. Yeah. That's exactly what you are. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing is you uh, have been thinking about starting a blog where you start to, you know, start the conversation, the how the bleep conversation. And you just told me a story um, about how this blog kind of germinated from your designation as co-guru, right? Yes, I... Because, because the great Donna Carlson invited me to this retreat and said, oh, by the way, maybe you could do a little coaching or facilitation. Um, I thought, oh, my gosh, well, yes, of course, I would love to do that. And, and that was the catalyst that I needed to finally kick me in the <clears throat> booty, uh -huh. I, I have I have drawn the picture of the career mapping for more than ten years. I've threatened for at least eight of those to write a book, and every time I draw it, you know, and again, not not to brag, but it's so inspiring to see people, especially women, have these aha moments mm -hmm. and you know, I've had far too many people say to me, Oh my gosh, you need to write a book. You need to. So, okay. I'm, I'm starting some writing and for my brain, I knew finally realized really that um, the, the, the idea of writing an entire book is so daunting. I thought, but I can write a blog. Yeah. I can write this in snippets and then maybe we take the blog and mush it together somehow and that becomes the book. That's what but I in the meantime, <laughs> right. a blog that, like that's a technical term, mush it together. Mush it together. How many books are really a compilation of blog posts? And you, um, you're getting basically the skeleton outline of the major concepts you need to cover. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Mush them together and make the New York Times bestseller list. So I'm counting on that, and I'll be expecting a, a royalty. <laughs> a royalty and, and at least one signed free copy. <laughs> In the meantime. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, uh, In the I, meantime, it's, it, it, is, it is, and let's be, let's be fully transparent here. The blog launched uh last week on march 4th 2019 after like i said 10 years of drawing this picture and eight of those threatening to write a book <laughs> so you know baby steps better late than never so now that you've whet our appetite tell us where to find your blog oh my goodness it's pretty simple. You've heard me say it. Uh, I, again, couldn't not name it this. HowTheBleep.com. So HowTheBleep, all one word, dot com. 
I love it. I think we need to host a conference that combines how the bleep and what the duck in, in one setting. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be, that'll be the retreat for the fall. Maybe. <laughs> exactly. How the bleep meets what the duck. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll take that to the next level on our next podcast because you and I can fill up the time and I want to um, just tease everybody with the thought that we are going to podcast live from the retreat at the end of March and everyone will get to hear Meredith again along with some of the other faculty so that's going to be a lot of fun. Super exciting. Yep yep well we could go on forever but I am, um, I'm going to put a pin in it here and make everybody come back for more at the end of March. It's so hard to know when to stop because there's so many good things to say. So you're just going to have to join us another time. If you want more 360 Life Strategies, check out our Life Hacks on Facebook. Make sure you stop by Pinterest for my wine palace to find out what our guests are recommending for your cellar. And, you know, if you want to just kind of hang out and uh, get an idea of what's happening with 360 Life Strategies, check out Donna Carlson 360 on Instagram. I hope you'll join us again next week, and I hope you make it a really great day. Thank you.